0: Hello folks, this is Wildfang from the Wall Street Fighting Podcast, or the Wildfang Podcast, depending on who you ask. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are certain crazy tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer, and Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many, many more. You can make money for your podcast with no medium listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Please. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.com and get started. Have fun. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a very special episode of the podcast. This is Wild Fang. Of course, it's Wild thing He's always here. You can introduce yourself, sir. Well,
1: I thought you was not finished, sir.
0: Nah. nah. I introduce myself in small intervals. Consistently. Oh. Oh, you're a clown. Shut your mouth. I am not a clown. I am a warrior. I am a warrior. Yeah, you're, right. you're the whole goddamn circus. Yo, shut your mouth before I punch you in the penis. Anywho, welcome to a good episode of the podcast where we have a few things to say about a few things. And today, I want to start with a special thing called the uh, TGS announcements. Apparently, TGS had some few things. Namely, Xbox stating that they are going to start working on um, getting their Japanese lineup up. And I was like, oh shit, that's... That's pretty cool. <laughs> but let's start off. Tokyo Game Show. One of the few things, and I'm only going to talk about the important shit because I'm, I'm not I'm about to sit here and talk about every single thing that happened at this fucking Tokyo Game Show. First things first. Monster Hunter Rise gets a fucking, um. it, it gets a Monster Hunter World type of update. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah I saw that. Yeah. I remember.
0: Like a DLC expansion type thing. Yep. Unfortunately, on the Rise, I don't know. I, I I didn't like the fact that it's not like World at all. It's kinda like worse, but we Like World spoiled me too much for me to care too much about Rise. But I do need to go back and beat Rise. Um and then they did something that would probably piss off a lot of people. Uh Rise is coming to PC. And Steam I don't know if you saw that too but uh, well, I saw. yeah that kind well, of first came
1: out.
0: yeah that was annoying I was like why didn't I just buy it on the fucking steam or something so I can you know actively be more engaged with the game because I don't play it on my switch I barely sometimes play my switch I have so many games backed up on my switch but yeah whatever also, Monster on the Rise has a fun surprise for people like me. They have a Ghost and Goblins collab. Yeah, yeah, Ghost and Goblins collab. I don't know if you like Ghost <laughs> and Goblins. And they also have, and it looks like for what it says, a Sonic collab. A lot of people confused about that. Yeah, that one was weird. It literally says Sonic the Hedgehog like legit so that's a little it's a little odd so let's ignore that Uh Xbox is increasing their Japanese lineup so they got like a bunch of stuff on the way they also got Scarlet Nexus on Game Pass now which bugged the that fuck out of me, me off. Yeah, it, bugged it pissed me
1: off, off in a way but in the way it didn't yeah if I didn't like Scar Nexus it probably would have been off. But I like okay.
0: Scar Nexus. Yeah, games like Unsold, Everything, Chronicles. Uh, they're getting King of Fighters fifteen, which I'm not even sure about King of Fighters fifteen. Eh, a lot of the same old same old basic stuff. It's just they're now getting it and people are like, Oh, you're you're a little yeah Then there's Redfall, which is a Bethesda game. I don't know if anybody realizes that Bethesda is an Xbox company now. And it was made by Arcane Studios, so if there's one thing you guys know about Arcane Studios is they made Dishonored. And then they made Dishonored again. And then they just made Dishonored, but they call it Dishonored Deathloop Edition. So, you know, I'm not really an Arcane fan. I'm more of a you know, the game while well, the games are good. Arcane literally has made the same game like fifty times at this point. And at this point it's just like I love you guys, but you guys need to stop and and kind of, like, alter your gameplay. I don't know if you, you've played Deathloop yet. No, I, I honestly had zero interest. Well, Deathloop is a fantastic game. It's not a 10 out of 10 for me. It's literally Dishonored with, with guns <laughs> and in a different type of... I heard period. it's more stealthy than people thought it would be. Oh, yeah, it's it's about as stealthy as Dishonored, but with guns and you know a like 80s 90s aesthetic no an 80s aesthetic and a cool protagonist that actually you can actually get behind because uh Corvo while I love that guy he was pretty bland Um, another thing they announced was a new character for King of Fighters in which I I did I was like oh snap if you're not a King of Fighters fan who cares (laughs) She's, just, she's literally the same as the main character from 14 which is the dude with the with the demon demon hands flying behind him but she has purple demon hands flying behind her and she does kicks and it's just, it was just like oh she's spray prints so I was like that's pretty cool um Enjoy. next there was a trailer for the good life the uh, Xbox only demo that we're getting for Xbox here and I don't know if anybody is gonna buy the sweries, a sweries the good life.
1: Also someone
0: will. Yeah, I'm pretty sure someone will. Uh it's a box? slice of life is simulator. I don't know. Is this but there yeah, is a is demo exclusive. on it. Yeah. Then there's Eternal Uh Return. I don't know if you seen that one, but that's just I literally just downloaded it for my 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 pc it's a survive it's an anime it's an anime battle royale slash moba slash survival game
1: i don't do uh moba
0: right. oh so, yeah it's it's a, it's a pretty it's pretty neat <laughs> it's 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 neat i i i think there's a character for everybody that likes anime but there's also you know the annoying part of you know it being slightly a moba slash a battle of fucking royale in which bullshit and more bullshit can happen. But eh You know what? I think it's ready to talk about this one. Strangers of Paradise. Origins? Ah, yes. It Thank finally got a release date. Mhm.
1: Mhm. second demo. Did you play the second demo, sir?
0: I did not play the second demo. How was the second demo?
1: Sucks. It still sucks. Much so, better. No, no. I said you suck. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, It's better than the first demo. <laughs> it's basically it's basically taking the Neo effect. How Neo started off is kind of meh, uh-huh. but then it then it, it quickly became very 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 good.
0: Uh-huh.
1: As each demo as each alpha test of Neo went on, it became better and better.
0: Uh-huh. That's literally
1: what Strangers of Paradise is going. Around.
0: Yeah, because they literally right said then. they're taking everything that people <laughs> they literally said that um sorry. I lost my train of thought for a second. It literally said um they're using the feedback of what
1: people told them. Yeah, I mean it's basically gonna be a Neo effect where I there's mean, no I mean Neo didn't play as good when it first came out and every beta, every Alpha it got better, better, better and then when it released it it became you know a very good game. Um, and Stranger Paradise seemed like it's following the same steps. Uh, the, the beta was fine. I mean, the second demo was fine. You got to fight a second boss, you got to unlock actual jobs now.
0: Is it actually um, an improved? It's improved. Yeah, I mean, it's,
1: improved.
0: it's not. I feel like it's improved. The AI, are they still stupid as hell?
1: Oh, the AI sucks. But, the AI is fucking terrible. But outside of that, I mean, overall, it's a vast improvement overall. What we had before. Ooh. Um. Now the game is completely co-op. Ooh. So you can play it like Neo 2, essentially. Oh, because it's made um, by the same. And people. that's when, you, and that's when you can use the other characters. Oh. So, so you not. It's like it's not. It's not two jacks. You'll if you play in co-op, one of you will play. You know, you'll play uh, Ash or uh, Jed. And I'm assuming the girl. Oh, okay. So you can make your party. Oh. Okay. Um, but uh, I saw that and it, it played well. I had no, you know, lasting issues against it. It played well enough for me.
0: All right. All right. You just gave me hope for the for the game when it releases. Am I still gonna okay. say that this game is pointless? Uh, yeah, the game is fucking pointless. Like, what do you need to know about Garland? That you don't already know. Well,
1: kind of certain seems Okay. Not for people who know about Garland for those who don't know. I mean I I'll, I'll I'll save you the
0: trouble. Chaos is Garland. From the We future. know that. Garland but was a warrior.
1: Yes. Again, we know that, sir. I know. This is for people who. This is for people who not going to go back and play Final Fantasy. What four? One. Or one, whichever one. Yeah, one. I mean, There's no one's going back and play that shit. That that's Who's literally that?
0: hard to do. If you you know what, you're right. I'm not going to fucking argue with people. I'm going to just say you're these people are jackasses.
1: I mean, no one's. I mean, you know, I'm just saying, no one's going to go back and play Final Fantasy once in 2021. I not happening. You bet you'll be lucky enough to play Final Fantasy fucking 6.
0: Hmm, Alright, uh... So I'm gonna go download the new demo like you said, st- like you pretty much stated. Oh, uh, the demo's over, sorry. It, it
1: was a limited thing.
0: Oh, it's over? Alright, I did not get a yes, chance to play it. It was over, like...
1: Like, over... What? Three weeks ago?
0: Okay. So, next is Dungeon Encounters, which... I'm not gonna fucking lie to you, I'm not buying this game, nor am I game flying it, nor am I going to pretend like it exists. It looks so fucking boring, and it's a crossword, uh, dungeon crawler type of game? I don't know if you've seen it, Dungeon Encounters.
1: Uh, i heard of it, but I didn't know exactly what it was.
0: Yeah. Then there's uh, a you didn't ring. That looks like a good game. What well, game? A you didn't ring.
1: A you didn't ring.
0: Yeah. No, Chronicle. Mm-hmm. Chronicle. I'm sorry. Rising. You know, because Rising is you know something that you really had to put. It's a 2D action platform where you have a party. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's move on to like a part two because this is only part one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah yeah. All right, <clears throat> <clears throat> there we got For some we reasons reasons. I thought you were making
1: a mockery of Elden Ring, bro. I was like, what?
0: Oh. No, no, no. Fe- we're gonna talk about fucking February, my guy.
1: February. Okay, we got a. Well, oh, fore- we got a I'm mixed thoughts on. I have mixed thoughts on Elden Ring being delayed Hold up a second on that.
0: So we got uh, Forspoken, you know, kind of. Trailer, I was you know uh, not truly. It's, I'm still not getting the game. I'm, oh man, that's that's okay. Maybe maybe Spirit can get the game. I'm not buying that game. We also got a new trailer for Shima Tente Five, which you know, as I say to everybody, it's just Persona without you know the Persona, and you should buy it,
1: which is what I'm going to do. You know. If uh, I was more into turn base, yeah, I'd probably buy it. But I'm not really into all that much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just something I'm not. I mean, I can play it, yeah. Like I can deal with turn base. I'm just it, it takes a it, it takes a lot for me. To eat. I would have to really be engrossed in the story. And since I haven't played a Shin Megami Tensei game since like the first one, yeah, uh, yeah, it's probably a no go for me. Mm.
0: Then there's the triangle strategy, which. Square Enix is literally has mental issues with the naming for some reason why didn't they just name it something they named it Triangle Strategy like I don't I don't care um Italier Sophie 2 got announced um yeah that's a February game by the way so I know what I'm not buying cause I'm like yo nah um Oh shit, I did just look at this drink for strangers. Oh man. Whatever. I'll probably just play it. Um oh, something that you mentioned. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what?
1: <laughs> I said Operation Raccoon City
0: on sale on Steam. $5.99. Oh yeah. That game is
1: worth <laughs> $5.99 to you? Uh no. I'm not buying that shit. <laughs> I'm done with, listen, I, I played, I, I've i done my due diligence on that game. <laughs> <laughs> I was a poor sapper boy on both PS3 and Xbox 360. Ooh. Yeah, no.
0: I remember was back that in one day day was No, 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 sorry,
1: sorry. I didn't buy both, or did I? No, it was Resi 6, I think. I no, actually, I think I did buy two Operation Rock Cities. And I bought Resi 6, I think on both. No, only bought one Resident Evil 6. I think I bought Operation Raccoon City on both consoles. Yeah, we're not going back to that game ever again. That no. game is indulgent. Mm-hmm. Down it in with Dead Aim.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm sure you remember Resident Evil Dead Aim. Oh my
0: God, JoJo!
1: Well? While he is tending to other means, because, you know, our host does not like to let people know when he disappears.
0: Call uh, caught my dog. Eating something that- I, Oh my GOD! Okay. Moving on to something that you probably wanted to hear, but you didn't, uh, you know, you've been asking for for decades. Dragon Quest 10
1: offline announced. No, I have not been asking that for decades. <laughs> because it's still only, hey, it's only coming out in Japan. What? B, Yes, yeah, it's, it's just not coming out in America. Oh. <laughs> oh. She you was know, coming out to America. What? That game game is a strictly Japanese-only game. I mean, a yeah, Japanese-only game.
0: Making it worse, I don't like the art style. I like, you know, the previous games' art style a lot better than where the characters were detailed. Whatever. Uh, next the game thing. is from Tated armor. Entering the so
1: biz- what, the game what? The game sucks.
0: <laughs>
1: the fact that it's only coming out for that console. I mean, uh, sorry. The fact that they the fact that this is my issue. Why are we now? Now let me let me state by saying, if I missed something about it coming into the states, forgive me, but I did not see anything about U.S. release. So my question is, who is this game for? Mhm. So, I, let, me, let me let me do a quick look up of this game. All right. I, I want to make sure Dragon Quest and offline. All right. So, yes. Dragon Quest 10 offline is Japan only for now. So, Who is this for? I don't know. Like... Legitimately... Who the fuck is this for? (laughs) People who... Like... No! (laughs) Who is this for? Why would anyone buy this game? Uh, Find me one person. (laughs) That will sit there and say, yeah... I'm gonna buy Dragon Quest offline. Do you understand first of all? How long is this game gonna be? Don't is know. it just the first is it just the first story of this this is the problem with this game. So you shouldn't have brought this up. This is the first problem with this game. Okay. Multiple issues with Dragon Quest right now. This game legitimately makes zero And I mean, zero cents. And every sense of the word. Because, this game is already in Japan for the last, what, 11, 12 years? Yeah. Also, on top of all of that, how long is this game going to be? Because you can actually play Dragon Quest X online now, even though it's in Japanese, for free. The first, what, two major updates for free? Uh-huh. Someone to how F 14 does this. So my question is, who is this game for? Because no, one, if anyone even buys this game, a they're a fucking idiot. <laughs> B, I don't know who this is for. Now, if they had said coming, I mean, this is coming global, then it's like okay, well it's global. So at least you know I wouldn't like it but at least they're getting their money um from a global market so it, it makes some sense globally but they're not even getting that so who is this for
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, I, I don't know who this is for
0: uh I believe it's I would for the love to know who this- <laughs> it's for the people who want to play Dragon Quest 10
1: but sir, you can already download the game for free and play it for free. The first two big expect like the first two big updates for free. So exactly, who is this game? I doubt this game is that. I doubt this game goes all the way up to version what six, four, five now. They're on six, I think. Hmm. I doubt this game goes up to that. And if it does, congratulations. But again, who is this for? Uh. It comes out in a country where the game has already been out for over ten years. Who buying this shit? Wait a second.
0: Wait a second. So, thinking about it, right? Think about it. If I already have the online version, why would I get this version?
1: Exactly. The game has been out for over ten years in the country that is releasing it. So, who is this for? <laughs> yeah,
0: now that this is like, like the that.
1: biggest. This is literally worse than the Switch OLED.
0: Which I got, by the way.
1: Because legitimately, legitimately, if I really wanted to sit down and put my clown makeup on, I can make arguments for a Switch OLED. Yeah. I could. I can't make an argument for this. Wow. This game, was, this, game this game has been out over 10 years in Japan. Anyone who's actually wanted to play this game has played it. It's not like it's unaccessible to play. You can play on like five different fucking consoles.
0: Really?
1: So who is this for? It's on Switch, PS4, PS5, uh, 3D- it was on 3DS, maybe it on Wii. Wait, it was on 3DS? I believe so. Jesus Christ. This game was on everywhere. This game was a whore. Dragon Quest Ten was, I think it was on... I mean, yes, I do think so. I could be wrong on that, but either way, this game has been on at least four or five consoles, and it's been out since Final Fantasy. Matter that, of fact, what's this fine exact date for Dragon Quest Ten? When did Dragon Quest Ten exactly come out? I, I can't even fathom why this is even a thing. This is why I wanted to. This is why I ignored it when he said it. It doesn't even make sense. It won't. What is this? it doesn't make sense see dragon quest switch well dragon quest online let's see when when did this game come out dragon quest 10 came out august 2nd 2012 what it is this system was on ps4 wii u wii 3ds nintendo switch android apparently I that not, it has not made an official PS5, but by PS4 you can play it on PS5 and on PC. So, my question is, who is this for? Uh... Why, is he, why are we wasting resources making an offline version of this game? Who gives a shit? Who cares about an offline version of Dragon Quest X? Who cares? Most people who wanted to play Dragon Quest Ten. Regardless of his MMO aspect or not. Has already played it. Now you may have that one. bumblefuck Guy underneath a rock. Who sits there and says well. If it's not single player. I'm not going to play it. And to that person. You are a fucking clown. But also to that person. Congratulations. You waited almost nine years. For your game to finally come out. Congratulations. But for, for the other. 99.9% of people who played this game. That wanted to play it. Who is this why would they waste their time because how long is dragon quest offline when you can download the game and play it for free and most mmos can be played by yourself and if you can't play by yourself they put you in a party regardless not like you it's uh, you know it's not you don't have to find them they'll just put you in a party regardless so who was this for The game, I guess is going to play the exact same, you do the beginning, you get a character, your character dies, you make a new character, reincarnated, it's basically an ishikai, you get reincarnated. Nothing changes, just there's no other people around. Instead of MMO, it's, it's, they'll fine tune the bosses for solo play, I guess. And fine tune certain things, they'll tone down the quest for solo play. Who is this fucking for? What a what is the fucking resources? They literally
0: Hmm? Uh, <laughs> they literally just wasted their fucking time thinking about it. Like like when you bring like, what you're bringing up is actually making complete sense. It's, uh, it's almost like It's almost like it's fucking pointless.
1: Like I legitimately could not find, like I said I can sit here and put my tinfoil hat and actually defend or make a case for the Nintendo Switch OLED. I could. Even with that same tinfoil hat, because we said this before, who is the OLED fool? Yeah. But if you really sat down and put on the clown makeup and put on your tinfoil hat, you can make a case for the Nintendo Switch OLED. Great. But I, as a human being with the same clown makeup and the 10-foot hat, cannot make a logical explanation for Dragon Quest Offline for it only in Japan. (laughs) There's no way. No way.
0: Yeah, now... Like, as soon as you brought up the fact that it was like, it's Japan only, and you can play it for free in Japan right now, what's the point?
1: I already have the game on my Switch for free. Oh, shit, you do. I have the game on my Switch in Japanese. Now, I haven't gotten that far. Not that you really need to, they, they, the map tells you how kind of where to go But the game is on my Switch right now! The online version of the game is on my Switch right now And I can just play it, I can literally call my Switch and play it right now if I really want So, and that is up to like version 2 So my question is, how far is this offline version? Because if it goes up only to version 1 Then why would you waste 60 bucks? Well you can just download the online version And play it regardless I don't see the logic here, like, who is this, my, my question is, who is this game for? Because if you, like I said earlier, if you wanted to play Dragon Quest X, it has been almost 10 years, legitimately, that game came out in 2012, it's almost 2022, that game will release in 2022, it would have been basically nine and a half, almost 10 years. If you have not played that game in 10 years, you have no interest. You don't care You're not going to sit here And still your fucking hand and say Well, it's the online version I don't care unless it's single player If you're that kind of person You're probably one out of like a billion And if you are that one Well, congratulations sir In 2022 you finally have Dragon Quest offline oh, For wow. the other 90% of the people 99.9% of the people Why would you even buy this? Now yeah, still be them Dragon Quest elitists There'll be people who'll buy it just to have it in their collection. There are people like that. I'm not even saying this game won't sell. Because most likely, people will be fucking idiots and buy it. And and, and keep it. And just for... In case their air net go down, they have a Dragon Quest game to play. Oh, what the fucking do. Right? I guess you can say that's the argument. Yeah, 10 years. Yeah, we're worried about that now, right? 10 years. Bullshit. But yeah, the game may sell. But who's, if it's not coming to the states, what was the fucking point? I don't understand the move. If you're not going to release the game in the states, why even make an offline version? For those who don't have internet, this game is 10 years old. At that point, how many times are these people, those same people who've been playing the game for 10 years at this point, maybe have lost internet at some point? They're on version, what, 5, 6 now? They've already played Hoarded and they're doing shit just for doing at this point. (laughs) The fuck do they care? They're done. That makes sense. But why would they play all the five versions of the same shit they've already done? Doesn't make any sense. Now, if it said Japan and United States, okay. Right, in Japan, you know, I still wouldn't understand why it come out of Japan. (laughs) But at least if it said United States, it'd been. Okay, you know, they don't want to, Square Enix does not want to compete with their Final Fantasy, Let, let's just be real here, Square Enix in America does not want to compete with FF14 in America. they they're finally doing it in Japan, because Japan, they'll throw out the money for every fucking game out there, they will. Now, I guess you can say, well, for those who didn't want to play a subscription, I guess if I were going to throw for I could find one argument. For those who don't want to play Dragon Quest with a subscription, it's been ten years. The game is basically free for download at this point. People have had opportunities to play this game for free, probably for the last four years, at least up to a certain part, like F fourteen. You can play F fourteen, up to up up to like right, right when having rewards done. I think you can play up to. Oh wow. Is he right? Is he right at Heaven's War or right after Heaven's War? Like, you can play you can play all of Reborn, and I think you can play up the, I think you can play all of Heaven's War now. I think, or at least some part of Heaven's War, maybe on f 14 for free, and then you have to pay the game. It's the same thing with Dragon Quest. I think you can play up the the first. You have the first, you know, the initial game, and I think you have the the point of the, the second update, like the second expansion update, whatever. I think you can play either those two or just the first one. Either way, the game is playable now. For free. So even with that logic of maybe for people who don't want to pay a subscription, Japan don't care. They don't pay it because they love Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest Online, ironically, still has quite a few people playing it. Not as much as Ff14, But it still has a lot. America is not going to go for that. That's probably why they won't release it over here, because it's not a subscription-based game. Hmm. They don't want to compete with FF14. Let's just throw that out the way. That's my opinion. In America, they don't know, they don't want to compete with their own game. But you're not even releasing the offline version over here. So what's the fucking point of it? What was the point in sitting down with your team, cutting out things and, you know, rearranging things and redoing the numbers because you're doing a single-party you game now? What? What's the purpose if it's not coming to a state that doesn't even have the game to begin with? You're giving it to a country that's had your game for almost, 12, for almost 10 years at this point. <laughs> I don't understand the logic there. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, who is this for? This is worse than the OLED. Worse. This is probably the most baffling game to come out in the history of games. I can make a case for almost any game that comes out. Why are there two Pokemon why are there two versions of Pokemon games? I can make an argument for that. Why? It's stupid, but I can make an argument for that. The reason why the two Pokemon games cause they want to make money. And that's way and that way they can separate Pokemon from games and thus they make more money. It's a business move a successful business move because at least it's a new pokemon it's a business move that's the argument. it's a business move (laughs) they don't need to make two they don't need to make two they never need to make two two pokemon versions realistically the pokemon versions outside of sword and shield realistically the only thing they had differently was descriptions yeah and maybe a pokemon like a cypher is in one and electro buzz is in the other that's it they get you by that they'll split the pokemon so you end up either a buying both games or one person will buy both or people will just go off and buy different versions that's kind of making the overall profit higher essentially that's the version for that i can't find it from dragon quest yeah even the subscription based thing I can't even use that because the game has been out for so damn long. At some point, whether you like subscription-based or not, if you really want to play Dragon Quest, at some point within this 10-year span, or almost 10 years at this point, you have played that game in some capacity. It is free to download now. It has been free for a couple years now for a certain part. The game costs just as much as FF14, if not a little bit cheaper, I think. So, at some point, they played it. So, I don't know who this game is for. I... I honestly... This is why I didn't bring it up. I didn't <laughs> want to bring it up, because I knew it was going to be a rant. But so it doesn't make... This is the one... This is the game I won in stay because it's an MMO, I think. Outside of PSO2, which... That's another baffling decision. I'm looking at you, Sony. Um... Outside PSO two and maybe some others that I, w- I wanted to try out as an MMO with friends and people, there's Dragon Quest. But a most of my friends aren't going to download a Japanese game, and I, there's nothing wrong with that. And B, it's not in the states, so we don't know. But you release this game in the offline state, okay, fine. But you still don't release it in the fucking states. So as a person, as a person looking at this decision. And even, even, you can't even use it as a business model. What business is there? There's no business there. You can't say it's for a younger general audience who, who may have just, who wasn't, you know, if you can't say it's for them.
0: You can't say it's for people who never played Dragon Quest either. Yeah, like,
1: you can't say it's for, you can't say it's for people who may, never played Dragon Quest. You can't say it's for, uh, uh, people who weren't maybe, you know, who are trying to get into the series you can't say none of that when you're in the same game. Literally has been out for over, for just about 10 years at this point. Nothing you say. nothing, No defense is even justified at that point. And if you, and if you really try to defend it, you're insulting your own intelligence. There is no defending you. I can't even try. I tried just now with the subscription thing and even that doesn't sound amazing because it's free for a certain part And uh and from what I understand, I don't know how far this offline version goes I don't What they're gonna give it all the updates? What happens when the new update <laughs> for online come out? Are you gonna update the the X? Are you gonna update the offline version with that new whole expansion? Are you gonna have to buy this stuff separately? You know, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I, it's, I can't. You can't just. I can't. It. I can't justify. I don't even understand it. it. It's like I said. It's worse than the OLED. You know, you you can sit down and you can have a discussion, although a dumb one, with OLED. <laughs> you can't have a discussion with this. Like, and I'm reading these reports. I'm looking at these all these articles on Google. Oh, this needs to come to the West now. It's like. This should have been announced for the rest. ONLY! I wouldn't even release that in Japan! That's <laughs> a shit!
0: Yeah, Because I mean, again, if I was in Japan, I'd be like... Okay, you just released the offline mode. Can't you play the game while offline anyway? It's an MMO, so no. It's annoying, but, you know, so essentially...
1: Well, I mean, it's an MMO. I mean, you you know what you're getting into when you play MMO. Yeah. You know, I, like I said, even the argument of you no know, internet... You can maybe use that, but even then, I still bullshit. The game's out for oh, for ten years. Hey,
0: you know it'd be worse if they charge you for it.
1: The game's not free. What? Why? Of course, all It's a whole. It's just, It's a game. It's it, a game. It's not. All, it's not free.
0: They're gonna charge you for a game that's been out for
1: ten. All right. That's what I'm saying. Who is this for? No like, more. it's not. A, it's not. I don't think it's an update. It's just a, it's just a normal game that is coming out. I will see... You know, it's like... It's called... Dragon Quest Rise of the Five Tribes offline. launching on PS5, PS4, Switch, and Steam. February twenty-six.
0: 20- oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs>
1: February <laughs> 26th! Oh ah, shit. Oh! It, yeah, it. I wouldn't be down that shit regardless! Oh shit. Oh! February 26th, great. So, if you stay on the States, you're basically telling me I wouldn't buy this in the first place. February Uh, what comes out the day before?
0: Like three, four games? Exactly. Oh, one of them being out of the Ring. <laughs> I mean <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah they Wait. fucked themselves over
1: So According to the expansion The sleeping hero And God of Guild on it Has a story along with the original is falling follows in the spring So let me get this straight So it's called Dragon Quest X Rise of the Five Tribes Offline launches on PS5 PS4, Switch, PC Via Steam On February 26th Great Grants announced if you bought the PS4 version, you can upgrade to PS5 for free. So, there you go. You gotta buy the game. Uh, they also say according to Gemitsu, Expansion, The Sleeping Hero, and The Guided Allies Offline, which has a story as long as the originals, follows in the sprint. So, are those is gonna be updates? I'm assuming it's going to be an update, you know, that's why I assume, but I'm assuming those are, uh, versions 1 and 2, or version 2 and 3 maybe, or whatever the case may be, either way, they're going to get the storylines, but as you can see here, they're getting the storylines, but it's not even with the game starting out, so, once again, validates my point of, who is this for? Who is this for? Because I'm looking at the game now. It's game like shit, honestly.
0: Yeah, it's not. I'm not particularly a fan of it.
1: This game looks like garbage. So is this like? A, is this a? So I'm guessing because it's offline. I assume they probably changed something with the story and it's all chibi now, which
0: Wait, that's not it how it chibi. is That's how it is normally no. I thought dragon no. Twin was like that normally
1: No Look oh. at okay Okay, Let, let's do this and then we can move on. I want you to look up The Dragon Quest offline trailer Mm-hmm. Or you know gameplay. I did. Back. I did. I already saw it. And, and, go, and then and then go look. Oh, okay. If you already see that, remember that was Chibi. How they looked, and they were Chibi.
0: Yeah.
1: Go look at Dragon Quest Ten gameplay. Just normal gameplay. Okay. And then we can move on. Uh-huh. And just look at the gameplay. It's not the same. It's
0: not even close. Oh, shit. It's not even close. No. What the fuck is that? Oh, my God. Wow, that's annoying as fuck.
1: Look at what you got. Compared to what you had, so not only did they change the game completely, basically, because I guess they had no choice, but it may look worse than what it already. Yeah, who's it? Uh, listen,
0: who is it for? Listen
1: to all the Dragon Quest fans. Whoever listens to this podcast, listen. I'm a Dragon Quest fan. Okay?
0: I, I am too. After playing eleven,
1: I, I played quite a few. Not every single one, but I played a few. I like Dragon Quest. It's one of the very few turn-based games I, I still play. So, I'm getting to a point now where I don't think it should be turn-based. But it is what it is. I will still play it whether it's Theoretically, turn-based. Theoretically, 11 well, is not turn-based. You can Well, you can turn-based. move around. Yeah, you, you can, can move around. Players. I mean, you can, I chose that play style.
0: Yeah.
1: As long as you play like 11, I'm fine going forward. Yeah. But I played the original one. Yeah. Or well, some of the, I played 8. Yeah. Play seven, I played 7. I played like 6 or
0: something. I played a couple. And I use Hero Plus, and
1: Smash Brothers. And I played Dragon Quest Heroes and Dynasty Warriors game. Rip off.
0: Uh, okay, first I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. I, Heroes two is not it's not that good to me. It's not. Heroes one was I. Right. To all the Dragon Quest fans,
1: I am yes. a fan of the series. Of course. I am not shitting on you. Technically, <laughs> what I'm shitting on is the direction of this offline game. I don't know who this is for. I'm sure most of you may still buy it because it looks different. And you might just want to see how it is compared to the online version. I'm sure most people, if not a lot of you, who play the game... America, Japan, or wherever you may be stationed in your life. I'm sure most of you may buy it just because it looks different from the online. And you may are curious to see what it actually is and brings to the table. I have no doubt this game will probably sell hotcakes. No doubt because people are fucking clowns.
0: Damn son, why y'all getting on people's cl- uh, clownish
1: behavior, son? Because they need to be called out. I have nothing against Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest fan, I am one too. If anyone to this podcast can try to sit down with me, non toxic, a comment, something, and legitimately tell me who this is for. I'll be a very happy man. Because I didn't even look at the gameplay at first. Cause I saw the announcement and I just refused to look at it. I saw Japan only and I just clicked, I clicked away. No point. This is my first time actually seeing the gameplay of the t- of offline. Which further proves my point. Who is this for? And with, and, and for the only come out in Japan. If it was only America, I may be more lenient to it.
0: I would never be as lenient, no. especially for you.
1: <laughs> but I, I may have been slightly more lenient to how it looked because mm-hmm. it's only in America and it's an offline version. If it only came out in America, I would have you been know, slightly more Why lenient. did they change the gameplay my, so much? I don't know. I would have asked myself those questions. I would have probably done some more research before buying it. But I would have been less angry, right? At least I have the game over me. Yeah. But, on the same token, for those in Japan, or who play this game in general, if you show me this, all I would do is laugh and say, Square Enjoy your fucking money. <laughs> and then keep it moving. I'm paying subscription for this game. That's the part that I don't understand. People are already paying subscriptions for Dragon Quest X, the, the normal one. So why would they go out there and buy Dragon Quest 101? Hmm. I see no point in that. The fucking stupid mistake. You have one of the best MMOs probably in the world. Outside of the ff fourteens and the uh the WoWs and the PSOs or whatever. I don't if think you WoW actually, is a
0: good game, I'm sorry. Hmm? I don't think WoW is a good game.
1: I'm just talking about in the scans of MMO people always put wow at top in the top three of MMOs me I'll never I think it's falling that. off a little bit I think it's that def- I you know in the scale in the land in the landscape of MMOs because there are still pretty bad ones out there it's probably oh, yeah. still in the top five Not to me. but yes, it's, it's part well it, it's still better than most MMO. I mean most MMOs we're getting better with them but a lot of them are still improving. A lot of them are not really. They're they're decent. Yeah. But I'm just saying to the, to the majority of the public, while WoW is top five, top ten, whatever. Right. Of course. Whenever yeah, I talk yeah, about yeah, MMOs, they make it even funnier. Mm-hmm. You're right.
0: You're right. You're 110 percent right.
1: Whenever yeah. I talk about MMOs, there was two MMOs I never mentioned. One's Dragon Dogma Online. Oh, Which God. looked absolutely fantastic. It looked
0: fantastic. We're
1: never getting And it done. got canceled. Why did it get canceled? Oh, it got canceled. I guess no one was playing, you know, or they decided to cancel. I mean, you could have just... I have my own reasons for that. Personally, I have my own reasons for that. Why yeah, canceled. Because it's not Which in America. Which is more of a... Uh, no, it's more of a positive reason than a negative reason. But I was touching that in a second. But it's two modes I never touch. Whenever I talk about MMOs being, like, the top or whatever, I never touch two. Dragon's Dog I never even considered And Dragon Quest Ten never considered Those two games are only in Japan Who gives a shit? <laughs> I Could play it But most of my friends wouldn't play it So I was like a blitting fucking clown mentioning Dragon Quest X There's no point in mentioning Dragon Quest X No matter how good it actually may be And to me from what I play it's a very good game It's, it's Dragon Quest for multiplayer I mean, who would be upset with that? Even the combat, yes, yeah, little turn-based. It's still turn-based. A turn-based MMO is different, and it's Dragon Quest.
0: Wait, it's turn-based? What the fuck? How does that even work?
1: Yeah, it. it so it um, uh, it plays more like Dragon Quest a lot. Where you can run around the map. Oh, okay. You run around the map, but it's still you still have to wait. You know, before you, you can't just attack, attack, attack. You do your move. It's still turn-based, but you can move around the map and all that stuff. It's a little bit more... It's not really true turn-based, but it's more like if you choose the option of running around Dragon Quest 11 type turn-based.
0: Oh.
1: Either way, as good as that Dragon Quest game is, I will never even can put it in contention as top and remote because the game is not even close to coming out of America. I will acknowledge how good it is, I can't put it in the top ten because that's my opinion compared to everyone else who's never even touch it. The same goes with Blue Protocol too. As money blue protocol is good. Until it comes out in the States, it doesn't deserve a spot. Because an American playing it, when you're talking to your friends, you're in a niche audience talking to your friends. Now I'm making go on a forums of five thousand people, millions of people probably play it. Yeah. But that's not my friends. So when talking to friends, I never mentioned because in japan don't give a shit they'll never play thing will be for blue protocol when that eventually releases but yeah this is ridiculous you can move on and as far as dragon quest dragon quest Dragon's dogma the reason why i think they canceled it is because i think at some point we're getting Dragon's dogma 2. And i think that Dragon's dogma 2 will kind of be online-ish not really mmo but online i think they know what people want so I think them canceling Dragon Quest Online, I mean Dragon Dragon's Dogma, uh online, I think that just means they're paving the way for Dragon Quest 2 to kind of have that feature in it. So, oh, wow. like I said, not a full not a full-fledged MMO, but basically an online game we can do like Monster Hunter, we can go there and do some online hunts or whatever the case may be. Mm. I think that's what's gonna happen. That's why I think they canceled Dragon's Dogma. It could be that just no one played it. I mean, you only came out of Japan, and I mean, Dragon's Dogma is a great game, but you're not gonna be the fucking end all be all when you got fucking Final Fantasy XIV over there and Dragon Quest over there and all the other MMOs over there. Eh. So, but yeah, but we can move on, man. I'm sorry, the, the rant had to happen, man, because that.
0: Okay. Holy we shit. The next thing we could talk about is the DC fandom. All right. Uh, Did you like the DC Fandom?
1: I mean, it was fine. I know, fun, I know, I know
0: it was called the DC but, Fandom, but they put an e at
1: the end, so it's Fandom. The, I mean, the, the, it was fine. A lot of you know interesting things like you know Static Shock and Static
0: Shock. What happened all there?
1: that? He's getting like a movie or animated movie or something. He's coming back in a, a nice way for people. Uh, you know, you got. You know, they show Black Adam and uh, yeah, I mean yeah. listen, they show a lot of good things, but my main thing was Gotham Knights. And everything else to me was a mute point. I could get two shits out of anything else, personally. Um because usually at these things they're telling you projects. Yeah. And projects Usually don't come out for about four years, three to four years. I don't care about something that comes out in three to four years. So, though it's nice to know that it's happening, I don't care until I get a finished product. You know, Titans season four, that's coming. Great, we kind of knew that already. I mean, Titans is very successful on HBO Max. They'll continue it until they don't want to continue it no more. But it, it overall, since I wanted Gotham Knights. I was disappointed. Not, I mean, the cutscene looked great, but we got really no new information. And one point on that, for a game that was already delayed over a year, we still have no release dates. We have a release year, but no release date. And that just, you know, it it puts red flags. It's like, okay, you got a release date. I mean, a release year, but no date. What are we doing? You are you already delayed the game a year. You know, within a year yeah you know like, you showed us in 2020 it'll push come out in 2021 you pushed it back now you're showing us a story cut scene and then you just say 2022 when spring summer this time next year which would be fucking terrible that's some Colvain shit right there <sighs> oh man and, you know I mean, it was fine but you know ultimately i was just disappointed for the dc fandom overall i mean it was it, it was fine not bad that,
0: yeah the fact that they didn't show off they they kind of just said 2022 i was like uh ah. for me myself i was just like nah bruh i guess i gotta wait as long
1: as it come out in february
0: you know if they come out in february bruh i'm gonna be mad
1: if it comes out in February, it depends on when it if it comes out yes, if it comes out early February fine. If it comes out the twenty fifth, I mean I'm not saying I would buy it, but the playtime wanna be severely low. <laughs> Damn, so the Elder Ring will be there.
0: Oh yeah, Elder <laughs> Ring. I'm sorry, I'm not gonna pay attention if Elder, <laughs> if it comes out anywhere near Elder Ring. It's not even going to get a, a notice. And I was actually
1: interested in that Sifu game, and that comes the same fucking month.
0: The fucked up part is I already pre-ordered Sifu. So, I'm a little no. pissed off that I did that. Just a little pissed uh, off.
1: Not really true now. Now you got to buy man. out Sifu and, out, and out
0: <sighs> I got like 8 games I got to beat anyway. Alright, but... Man, what did you feel? Did you see the Batman trailer? Yeah, that's literally what everybody mainly cared about at this point
1: like, Batman. I mean I mean I've seen enough the first trailer you know, mm-hmm. I, I didn't need to see anything else I don't need, It's a difference See, movie trailers and game trailers to me are different um movie trailers to me they show me you know they, they give you a general idea and for me I only need to really see it once You know You see it once to try and get the tone Of the movie And just what they're planning on doing Mm -hmm. And maybe how the actors Feel in the trailer A second trailer showing me New footage I mean sure If You know it's fine I'm not saying I'm against it But I don't hold it as heavy As video game trailers because With a movie it's a movie what you see is that—that that is what it is. You know, you're you're seeing what it is for the most part. Whereas video game trailers, a story cutscene trailer means nothing almost. Yeah, it's nice to see where they're going with the story, but we need something called gameplay as well, and UI, and a bunch, is a lot more elements that gaming has and needs to show off. Then vi- movies You know movies just need to show you Maybe a villain Or what they're going for You know you can see the actors Doing the scene somewhat And you kind of make your judgment Based off the of C- you know, CG and all that Um But video games You know you need more than just a CG trailer You know you need Gameplay You need UI You need explanation on Thus and such Yeah if it's an open world game, you want to see, you need to see how big the open world is. Is it an empty open world? Is it, is it a, a lush and, you know, nicely crowded open world? Is it a, you know, there's so much more in, in game trail that you need to really sell someone than a movie trail. You can show a movie trail. I mean, sure, all you gotta do is mention a movie's name. And for the most part, if you're a fan of said character or a fan of a series or a fan of a movie, similar to video games as well in that regard, if you already know the franchise, then most people will go anyway. You know, it's a Batman movie. I mean, yes, you can always get the, uh, you know, you can always get Batman and Robin. We remember how bad that movie is. <laughs> but but it's a Batman movie. You see one trailer, all you need to do is judge it off one trailer and you're pretty much good there. It's like Godzilla movies. You only need to see really one Godzilla trailer. Now, if you want to see another one and maybe see who the villain is, that's fine. But that shit will leak out anyway But you know You really only need to see You really only need to see A movie trailer once To really get yourself To say okay If I'm going to see it or not Video game trailers You gotta watch them multiple times You gotta have different trailers Gameplay Explanations Stuff like that So You know The Batman trailer was fine It didn't show me anything That was like "Oh," You know I mean Already knew about Riddler Already knew about Penguin I already knew about Black Cat. I mean, Black Cat. Jesus Christ, <laughs> uh, Catwoman. Yeah, I already knew about yeah, those characters. So it's like we knew they were in the movie anyway. So I mean, it's nice to. See, I mean, we already seen Penguin in the first trailer. I think.
0: I don't remember.
1: Uh, uh, but, but either you way, the I thriller. mean, you knew it was the trailer. Yeah, but I mean, either way. Okay, you, if you didn't see Trail uh, Penguin in the first one, you see him in this one. It's like, okay, great. But we already knew he was in the movie. I, I don't. You know. I think we've seen pictures of Karl-Anne Farrell I mean, it's nice to see him. You know, but I don't... Me watching a trailer does not give me as much, like... I'm less judgmental on them. You know, it's a trailer. I, you know, some trailers look bad, and some trailers look decent. Some trailers look good. Because at the end of the day, similar to video games in a way. Once you hear a name of a movie, you can already tell yourself if you're going to go see it or not.
0: Is if
1: you true. see a movie called, if you see something called Red, uh, you know, The Flower on the Mountain, and it shows two female characters and a dog going and it says uh, uh, a, a drama movie in the title, you know, without a we'll trailer. By that title alone and by a little synopsis you got, you can already tell yourself, yeah, I'm not going to see this You know? Whereas a video game, you can get a new game uh, you get a new game called uh Sparkler in the Forest or some stupid shit. And mm-hmm. you see us see a story trailer, you can't tell yourself you're gonna buy that game off a of story trailer. Because you wanna see gameplay. And you maybe maybe you can. Maybe some yep, yep, will go, yep, 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 yep. But for me, no. I need to see gameplay. What what kind of game am I playing? Am I playing RTS? I'm playing a MOBA. You know, how many of these cinematic cutscenes I'm on these beautiful fucking cinematic cutscenes. You get these luscious game cinematic cutscenes, and you look at the gameplay as a fucking RTS. <laughs> you know, now some people love RTS. I don't. I don't really like them that much. You know, so I could I can't judge off a video game trailer like I, a video game like a pure trailer with no gameplay involved, no UI involved. I can't judge a video game off that. I need, I need to see gameplay. I need to see UI. You know? Makes sense. Well, overall, it's fine. I mean, my like I said, my main thing was Gotham Knights. You know? I was really looking forward to it. It got pushed back. I was hoping to hear a little bit more information at the biggest show of the year, and they gave me nothing. So, we already knew that the quarter hours was going to be the storyline. We already knew this going in. Oh, shit. I'm not even complaining about gameplay, because we've already seen gameplay as well. I'm just complaining about the fact that you gave me really no new information on the game itself. I don't give a shit what went into making the game. I don't care. Uh, yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> like I don't care who, who y'all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we read the comics. Congratulations. I hope you did read the fucking comics. I mean, or got some input for the person who wrote the story on. I will hope you. That's that basic. Not I will hope you would. You know, I want no gameplay mechanics, UI does the characters operate? If you're Red Hood, the cutscene changes. Does the cutscene cut just stay the same? That, you know, just because Dick Grayson is there, even though you're playing Red Hood, it's going to show Dick Grayson and then you just go back to Red Hood. How do these things operate? You know, I want to know that type of stuff because I got to play this game. Yeah. You know, so I don't know, man. So which but one? I are mean, more DC Phantom is always oh, fun. fine.
0: Oh, yeah. Hmm? Which one are you more interested in between that and the Suicide Squad?
1: Oh, God the Knights. I, think- I, I, uh-huh. mm-hmm. I was asking? I'm not saying know. I'm not interested. Uh-huh. I'm not saying I'm not interested in Suicide Squad.
0: Uh-huh.
1: It's just even though a better studio was doing Suicide Squad, this is Suicide Squad, I believe it's Rock Steady and the people doing God with Nice the people who did Arkham Origins. Oh god, I
0: just realized that, yeah.
1: Which I'm not saying Arkham Origins was a shit game, it's just Compared to what uh, we compared to Arkham Knight, I mean Arkham Asylum and uh, Arkham City, it was not that good. Yeah. But it was, a, I mean, it was a decent game. It was, you know, it was a playable game.
0: Yeah, too bad um, it was patched to shit. They didn't fucking whatever. I don't want to talk about it no more.
1: Yeah, I mean, but you know, yeah. So obviously, Suicide Squad being done by the a, a better developer. In fact, I have no doubt Suicide Squad will even be better. ...than Gotham Knights. Um... ...but at the same time... ...this is something... See, Gotham Knights is basically... ...it's almost what fans want. In every Arkham Knight game... ...fans wanted to roam cities. But not only roam the city... ...it's fucking Batman. They wanted to use a Nightwing. They wanted to use a Barber. They wanted to use a Dick Grace... Uh, a, uh, a, Tim, ...a Tim Drake... They wanted to use Jason Todd. They, they wanted to use these characters in the open world. Or or at least have more to do with them than, than just using Batman. Yeah. We love the games. But we, everyone wanted more. And yes, you can use Red Hood. And they have this storyline DLCs. And yes, you can use them in the little challenge rooms. Yeah, yeah, boo-boo. But people really want to explore the towns with these characters. Hmm. So Gotham Knights is more of like what we want. The fans of the game, what we wanted. So I already, I kind of hold that to higher esteem because personally, I don't give a fuck about Suicide Squad as a game. I don't really care. I'm not saying it's gonna be bad, but I don't really care. Um, they'll probably either let you play one of them, or you can play all four of them at once. Mm-hmm. You know, just swap all. You know, just hit a button to swap, or you play one and you know. You can you can pick another character after you beat the game or whatever. I mean, we're not gonna do it, but I don't care. As a as a interest, it's not my interest isn't there. My interest in Gotham Knights because if everything goes well, how is how they say it is, and if it plays as good as it looks, then it's what we really wanted. You know, I just hope this is not an Avengers situation. But Avengers, to me, never Avengers to me was always shaky. Anyway,
0: <laughs> it just happens to come out and it was
1: shit. You know, I played a demo of that, and I hope. I doubt we get a demo of Gotham Knights. I hope we do. But you know, you can you can play Avengers the demo, and it's automatically just not good. It, it's very uh, repetitive. This and you know, and I think that's what Gotham Knights. I hope has for it is that you know because Gotham is open, you can do you know like you could do in Arkham City, or I in mean, Arkham Knight, where you can go around and disarm people. Yeah, it may have been a little repetitive, but it's the fact that you had this open world to go through. And you're Batman. Now you're doing it with a friend, and your Red Hood, or uh, night of uh, Nightwing, Robin, or Batgirl, and probably eventually Bruce Wayne. Anyone who knows the core vials, no, he's not dead. So, it's just, it's more interest for me. Because it's what I wanted in Arkham Knight. We didn't get it. Or any Arkham game. So, we'll have to see. You know, I hope it doesn't have the Avengers effect. I really hope it doesn't have the Avengers effect. I hope that it's not when you're playing. I think you can play the story co op, I think. Mm hmm. And, and if you can do that, it's already better than adventures. Alright. Because um, eventually you can't play the story co-op. You just hit mission after mission, and it's, it just recycles the same objectives. I'm hoping because... You can, I'm hoping you can play the story together, and I'm hoping that you, while free-roaming things... You know, it'll be slightly fresh every time you do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, eventually you'll probably do every type of quest, or every type of like stopping crime but hopefully the story carries it and by you playing with a friend it makes the game better uh, that's all I can hope for Yeah, you know, don't do it with Avengers
0: but huh. well, let's move on let's talk about uh, the the cream Jewel pay-per-view that was a fucking
1: super house show but
0: People call it a pay-per-view. Well, whatever. You saw
1: it, right? Uh, I saw it, too. The was match and I fell asleep doing his entrance. Jesus Christ. Well, the, the pay-per-view, the pay-per-view, honestly, outside of and Edge and I did go back and watch Sasha Banks' match. Outside of that, pay-per-view's irrelevant. Like, I don't care about Roman Reigns. We already knew that he was winning the match. So, yeah,
0: good it, was, shit. it was kind of Obviously, it was just dumb on how it happened, but I do have a question for you, sir. Mm-hmm. Was this the best Shadi Arabia show, or do you think it was just the middle of the road one?
1: I mean, it's probably the best pay per view all year. Damn. Damn. I mean, WWE-wise, WWE yes. Damn. I mean, look at WWE pay per views. We've we've had basically something. Summer was pretty much a dud. You had what? I mean, you had a few, um, you know you had good matches on there, but sorry, maybe The thing is, it was built better as far you know. It, it had a lot of build, at least with two matches. Well, one really, the Rollins and uh, Edge. I mean, the Roman and Brock shit. Who gives a shit?
0: That was not. Um, that was so trash to me. I'm
1: sorry. I'll, I'll discuss Roman a little later, yeah, but um, I mean it. it, it I think it was the better pay-per-view of the year. I'm not going to say the best because, obviously, WWE pay-per-views. I mean, by WWE stand, it probably is the best because WWE stand pay pay-per-views are fucking garbage most of the time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> I,
1: I just think, you know, it, it was, you know, I, I fell asleep because I sat there and I'm like, you know, I just genuinely don't care about this King of the Rings shit. I didn't care about any of it. I mean, outside of the Seth and Rollins and the Sasha Banks match, I don't give a shit. But still, overall, even about those, even about those uh, biases, uh-huh. it was a good show. You know, the wrestling was good. The story, the, the storytelling, the matches that mattered was good. So, yeah, you know, know probably, though, the best, probably their best movie.
0: Even though the Hurt Business match to me was just fucking dumb.
1: I didn't watch the, I I I, didn't, I I purposely did not watch the, uh, the pre show just because of the match is sense.
0: Yeah. But like, why are we fighting? Yeah. <laughs> You're right.
1: Like I even
0: I don't know why I watched it, but I was I was bored at work. Uh the next one was of course you said Edge versus Seth Rollins which is a fantastic match and the way it ended I was like damn. It was pretty good. Uh Mansoor versus Mustafa Mustafa whatever the fuck. I have a problem with this match because it was like you know what I'll go over my problem with this pay-per-view in the, when I'm done here uh, of course you got RK-Bro versus Styles and Omas which was not a good match in the slightest except for the fucking camel but you know if he didn't really care about the camel this match was not good in the slightest it was just a basic bitch match with Omas trying right. to be good and he's just not I'm sorry he's not a lot of people were like he's getting better. I'm like, no, the fuck he isn't. He's just doing the same shit over and over again. Um, Selena Vega winning the Queen's Crown joint was kind of. I was like, uh, eh, all right, I guess. The Goldberg mm-hmm. fucking uh, Bobby Lashley match was so fucking average and painful to watch that I almost fucking just did my job when I was at work watching this match. That's how bad that was. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. Xavier Woods versus Finn Balor was an okay match. It's just, you know, I feel like Finn Balor should have won that. You know, I feel like Finn Balor should have been a guy to have that one. Instead, yeah. they, they gave it to Woods. Uh, Big E versus Drew McIntyre was just a powerhouse match, which I really wasn't interested in for a little bit. But, you know, it was alright. Becky Lynch, the, that trip with that match, I didn't care. I didn't watch it because I already said ever since... What happened? Where she lost? Uh, uh, where be- Bianca Bella lost in a couple seconds? I, you're not gonna let me. I'm not gonna watch it. Just not gonna watch your shit. That's all I'm saying. And then of course you get Roman Reigns versus uh, Brock Lesnar in the exact same fucking match that they had the last time, with an added move of the guillotine. Thank God. People say the match is gonna be different. I'm like, well, the match is exactly the fucking same as it is the last time what are you talking about
1: (laughs) the only difference in the match is that Roman's a heel and Brock the babyface that's the only difference
0: it's like that same match with the John Cena versus Roman Reigns I said the same thing I was like remember the last time they fought it was terrible but Roman wasn't a heel who cares if Roman's a heel Roman being a heel is not going to change his match dynamic with John Cena John Cena sucks Roman Reigns sucks. The match was trash. Like, come on, son. Whatever. But you know, apparently, I'm a jackass or something. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. But the one problem I had with this pay per view, right? And I, I was even talking to one of my coworkers at work. I was like, the pay per view has a problem. He was like, what? I was like, this pay per view is so fucking predictable. It's not even funny at this point. You can tell just from the matches yeah. how predictable it was.
1: I mean, you can't have... I mean, it, yeah, I mean, the only... It, it's just... It's fucking stupid. Like, Drew McIntyre versus uh, uh, Big E. Yeah. Match was great. Some people say match at night. Mm-hmm. But who gave a shit? Because we already knew that Drew McIntyre was going to win the match because the motherfuckers on SmackDown.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: There was no intrigue. The only intrigue Kind of slightly unpredictable was the Sasha Banks match because on one hand Bianca and Becky are on Raw and Sasha is the only SmackDown superstar so in hindsight you may think well obviously Sasha's going to win but then at the same time they are coming up to Survivor Series and they probably want Becky and Charlotte again so you can make the argument that Becky will win, and they just swap the tiles because they're on different brands. Yeah. Which of course they did tonight. They literally swapped the tiles. So it's like it was predictable, but that was like the only match that wasn't predictable in a way. So I don't know, Edge, Rollins. Like, Sorry, the Edge and Seth Rollins. I mean predictable because of the simple fact that, you know, Rollins is the hill and uh, Edge is the babyface and you know Rollins did this so-called heinous stuff and you know it's only makes sense for him to get his uh win back But at the same time I could see Seth Rollins win the match because You know if Seth is gonna be challenging Big e for a title you may want to give them a big win. You know, something like that. I mean, those two matches were really the only ones that can go out of way. Every other match, literally, was fucking, you know, was fucking happening. Huh. So, I don't know. All
0: right. But last but not least, you said uh, you wanted to talk about Roman Reigns
1: ah uh, yes our tribal chief the head of the table um and this is nothing negative to roman reigns yeah uh, i want to say i do believe no matter what i may say uh-huh. i do believe roman reigns is doing his best work as a character uh-huh. um he's having his best matches right now as this character uh-huh. the problem is more or less on the these side of things um, this is a problem, because, as of now, the way things are going, there's no way you're taking this bill off Roman Reigns.
0: <laughs>
1: um, they have built no one credible enough to even make you believe that Roman Reigns will lose. And that is the Roman Reigns problem. He is literally booked. And I hate to say this this way.
0: Uh,
1: a lot of people disagree. A lot of people may say, not really. But if you really look at it, he's literally booked the same way as he was with the babyface, except huh. he has Paul Heyman and he has his and he has his cousin. Yeah, he has his little faction. But the most important part of it is that he's a heel. But he's a heel. Who was unstoppable hmm. basically the same as his face run the baby face he was seemingly the next John Cena and we all know John Cena was so-called unstoppable yeah only problem with Roman is that he was miscast so it never really got hmm. to a point where he kept winning yeah He was horribly miscast in the baby face WWE current Roman Hill was the right move. But they've made him so pro- they they built no one up alongside him to eventually take the belt off of him.
0: Yeah it only some people say they not hmm they're only building up Roman
1: Reigns. Exactly. On that level. Some people say they want Roman Reigns the champion for eight hundred days, seven hundred days God, no. I don't want Roman Reigns to champion that long. People say, well, Walter did it. Okada did it. You have to remember something about Walter and Okada. Walter was only champion for 800 days. Now, maybe that could have been the plan initially. Mm-hmm. But he was really champion for so long because NXT UK did not run shows for like six months. Yeah. Pandemic fought the UK. And he wasn't wrestling. Yeah. Thus, he just kept the title. It's the same thing with the women's champion. He kept the title for so long because they wasn't running shows. Okada, I believe, his 700 day reign as champion. I want to say had a total what 12 title defenses. So it was 700 days with 12 title defenses means the matches of him defending the belt was far less and more and it felt it was rare thus feeling more important you know it really only happened on the bigger pay-per-views okay Hmm. and that was by design for Okada
0: that is true I don't mind long champions yeah
1: I like long
0: incredible champions
1: yes I don't mind long championship reigns when it makes perfect sense and when there are people underneath that can realistically be contenders for him. This SmackDown roster outside of Brock Lesnar who is quote cold, cold suspended now.
0: Yeah.
1: And outside of Drew McIntyre. There's no one for him in the face. Oh, yeah. Jeff Hardy has been a jobber and has been basically jobbed out for most of the... Since he come back from his injury.
0: Huh.
1: When I see Jeff Hardy against Roman Reigns, there is no way in hell Jeff Hardy... In my mind, Jeff Hardy being can Roman hmm. Reigns. say not more. I'm sorry. The ball has already been dropped. What's yeah, he's IC champion, But he's not even doing anything IC champion.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Rick Boogs is doing all the work. And after that, who else is going to Nobody. So Drew McIntyre is not beating Roman Reigns. He's not. They have built no one credible enough on any roster. NXT, uh, Raw, SmackDown. They built no one up to even face Roman, Reigns, let alone beat him. Hmm. And so a 800-day tower of Roman Reigns. What it tells me is rematch after rematch after rematch. At that point, Roman Reigns might not even be on TV, and that's the problem. This 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 character work. This is the best run of his life. But the problem is he's weight. He's stronger, far too strong, and. He is basically at a point now where I don't even want to see him on my TV. Yeah,
0: at this point it's just it's like, alright man, you're getting boring with the kind of the stories on this. You it, know, the, the head, head
1: of the table today? Huh? I forgot about Smackdown. Yeah, you know, the head of the table and all that is great. I love it. I love the character. But at this point, once you deal with Drew McIntyre and maybe do a one a one off with Jeff Hardy, it's over. I, I don't care because there is no intrigue in this anymore. The Roman Reigns, the the the, the, the Rock, Lesnar, Paul Heyman thing, yeah, is only intriguing because at that point fear happens. Because you can do one of two things: you can keep Roman. And Paul together Or Paul would portray Roman And and go to Brock And does a double turn And nobody wants Babyface Roman Reigns right now Nobody But I said him. this But I said this And I said this on the podcast I believe Roman's not losing that title Until he turns Babyface He's not Because There's no heels I mean sorry There's no Babyface To beat him as a heel Not one So Roman's gonna lose that belt when he turns babyface, essentially, he'll lose it and maybe as a quote quote heel, uh-huh. to maybe to another quote quote heel, but due to him getting, he's going to get fucked over, so that's the thing, Roman may be a heel going into the match, he'll come out of the babyface, or he'll turn babyface during, you know, during the, during the, during the segments and during the program, yeah. and then when they face, he'll lose the a then. True. Sure. Because he's way too strong As a heel And If you You're not going to have a baby face Fuck over another heel Because then he's really not a baby face So What's going to happen In my honest opinion Roman is either going to turn face During the program Before the match Or during the match He'll be facing Probably a baby face The baby face will cheat out Roman Reigns thus probably turning heel
0: Yeah
1: Or tweener, And then do all that Roman will be a baby face. Because baby Face syndrome, the dubbed baby Face syndrome It works, it doesn't work But they're to you for babyfaces only And that's how Roman's gonna lose the belt But look what we gotta do to get there There's no opponents And I say, Roman Reigns will to stand to fuck off my TV You're just no point in being here You're to a point now where There's no point in me watching you What's the point? You'll come out You spit your words you may get beat up. It may be a great promo. But at the end of the day, I already know the outcome. You, with a towel, looking down, look at the person who's looking at the, looking up at the lights. It does not matter. It doesn't even it doesn't intrigue me. Yeah, it can be a great match, but who gives a shit? When it's so predictable. Every Roman match is predictable because they built no one up for a room. Yeah. And these little one-shot matches, he's not going to cut it.
0: Yeah, because they're, they're definitely not
1: believable. Honestly, look at this SmackDown roster. There's one person I outside Lesnar. That's believable, and it's Drew McIntyre. But we're not going to give Drew McIntyre. Uh-huh. Drew McIntyre doesn't need that. No, he doesn't deserve it right now. He doesn't need to be Roman Reigns. But there's no one else. But generally, there's not a single person.
0: You can't, you can't, I mean, of relevance, there's not a person. Yep. There's nobody, yeah, you're right. They keep doing this shit and building one person, but then they don't build a credible threat. And then if the person that they build, they try to build up wins, it's going to be like, that's not enough. Like, if Jinder Mahal was to win right now, you'd be kind of pissed right now if Jinder Mahal was to get the title from Roman Reigns. You'd be like, what the yeah, fuck it, happened?
1: And that's the issue with WWE is a Roman Reigns problem because the man is too strong. That is the true. The man is Goku and, the whole, and he's fighting the roster of Yamichis. Yeah. I mean, there's no... By proxy of him being... By proxy of him being good, I mean, no. By proxy of them being opponents, it hurts Roman because no matter how much good he's doing, he has no believable babyface to feet off of. You know, you can be a great heel, but you he still need a good babyface. Now, not, now his matches have been fine—the Kevin Owens, the Daniel Bryan—but look, he he's breezed through everybody. He's beating everybody at this point. So why is he even on my TV? What's the point? Once he goes to Drew McIntyre again, once he deals with Brock Lesnar again, then you have then what you gonna do? At that point, just send the man home. Say fuck it. Now, what they should have done is had a guy or a few people, but mainly if you wanted to really build up a baby face, you should have had someone basically parallel Roman in a way where Roman's universal champion but this babyface is, is the intercontinental champion. Yeah. Right? And he parallels Roman not in terms of strength but in terms of being built up. He's an IC cha- or you know he's Aussie champion you know maybe he loses it or better yet you, you maybe build him up over a year. So for the first year he's not he's a good wrestler you're building him up he's getting any programs he's building a call, form because you're putting effort into him. When you get to Roman, you know, before you, you know, and then when you eventually get to Roman, this guy's an intercontinental champion. He's built up. He's been battling, scratching, crawling, and now he's finally met the final boss. And then you can do a time change there. The problem is we have no one like that. And that's the thing they should have been doing. Now, you're shoehorning Brock Lesnar. Now, you're going to shoehorn Drew McIntyre. Now we're going to do Jeff Hardy. Oh, God. All those matches are instant L's for every other person but Roman. I don't want Roman at 900 days. I see no point in that. What are we going to do? who's going to face? There's no one for him to face. So, send, email to send Roman and have to do via satellite shows. Oh, fuck. There's no point in being there. What is the point? I don't know man It's, one of those, it's just a problem is a problem within WWE And I hope it gets addressed At some point Now you can't do it overnight You have to build it from. You know you have to build them up So You know it's One of those things that Is a problem I don't know if W's is going to fix it In fact I, I feel like either A He'll lose some bumblefuck who doesn't need it who doesn't need the one you know who doesn't need that so when roman loses he's gonna basically give everything he did that's like a conquering hero and that power is gonna have all the woman head to the table and all that power goes to the person who beat him are be like how it's like highland a little bit but you have no one for that role <laughs> so what do you do you know
0: i don't know at this point you just kind of don't know
1: you just, like, just sit the home? There's no point in him being on TV? <laughs> it's just no point. Why should I watch? The outcome, is not, the outcome is, not, is not in doubt. The outcome is as simple as 1 plus 1. Yeah. That's my Roman Reigns problem. That's, that's you know... TLDR <laughs> for those who don't, you know, who want to pass forward. Too strong. There you go. They blew them up way too strong, and it took no time to build up
0: anyone else like, than that easy to make a Alright. Alright. So, that being said, I'm gonna go ahead and cut it off here. Uh. <laughs> did you have anything else you wanted to say? Because I'm about to cut it off, and then, yeah.
1: Um, yes. Uh, one more thing. What's it? Uh. I just wanna to say to all those of uh, the family of Christopher Aries, the voice actor of uh the the most recent well out the Frieza voice actor and the K Corona voice actor to the families out the his family and friends, I wish y'all all the best of uh, times. He passed away over the weekend. Oh my god. October eighteenth. With
0: Wait, the English family dub?
1: The English dub. Um, Chris Aries, uh you seen Gant's dub? Yeah. K. Coromo, the voice actor for K. Corona. Oh my
0: goodness.
1: Um, he passed away. The free the, the latest freezer. The one that was in the you know, now freezer. Oh my so god. So he passed away. So to the family and friends of him, y'all are my prayers. I hope that y'all can you know, get through it. Um He was one of my always looked at Chris as a very underrated voice actor. A lot of his voices, I enjoyed, and the performances he put in a lot of shows were uh, different than just the normal people that we hear all the time, the Vic Mignanas and and the Christopher Patton's. Not saying they were bad; they were all good actors. You know, but you, you know, him, him, uh, they screwed
0: him over. He is not well.
1: Yeah, you know, we don't. I'm just talking about boys' performances. I uh, You know, Chris. You know, he. It was something about his voice that resonated with his acting when he did multiple different roles that resonated with me more than certain ones. And maybe that's just because, you know, I heard everyone so much that it would come, it became old hat. You know, if I heard Lucy Christian once as uh, Konami and Chittery, I would hear her again and it would almost sound like the same thing. It would be the same cadence, the same voice tone, and it was simple but twist. It was, most characters, not all of them. Some characters were very different. Now, once I heard him a lot, you know, you can I can pick him out very easily. But Besides the point, uh, he was a one of my favorites. That I always like listening to. which he got, wish he had more main roles. That goes to his brother, which I hope his brother is doing well. Well. But to all the families and friends of Chris Aries, I hope, our heirs, heirs. I hope that, uh, they all do well and i in my prayers. Damn, son. Alright.
0: That being said, we're gonna go ahead and call this podcast here. Uh, I also wish that, that guy's family was the best, and I hope you all have a good one. Uh Man, that's a sour, sour note but yeah all right his, his brother's gregory? gregory oh my god oh my lord yeah gray irish yeah irish yeah Go. Goul- I, uh, I think it's irish uh, yeah fred yeah I think they pronounce it irish irish yeah he played he played frost while uh, his brother played frieza oh <laughs> okay. yeah
1: that's pretty um funny. yeah uh the last thing that his the movie yeah uh, the the Broadway movie. Because you know, he was sick for a while. Oh yeah. He couldn't do Frieza for a bit and they got Damon Mills. Who's very good. Um they got Damon Mills to play Freezer. He actually plays Freeza in the Dragon Ball Z Pirates game. When you play Fighters, that's Damon Mills, not Chris.
0: Okay.
1: Uh in Super, it's pretty much all Chris until like when Freeza first comes back. That's Damon until like episode one like oh six or something. And then like from one oh six went up, Chris came back. And then Chris came back through the movie. Ironically enough, he did that movie, the Broly movie, with only thirty percent of lung capacity or like lung function. Hmm. Um, he had a, a end stage lung disease hmm. that he got diagnosed with twenty seventeen. And he did that freezer role, the last movie, with 30% lung capacity. And that was his last voice acting role that he, that he did for a freezer. So, it sucked. Actually, I was at work when I saw that. And I ain't gonna lie, man. It actually hurt. And that actually hurt I me. Mean, I was like, God damn. Uh, you know. Yeah.
0: Alright. Yep. Well, alright, you guys have a good one. Peace. You. Yeah.